0: Obviously, you are not a golfer. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken! Fuck that shit! Pack, spoon, ribbon!
1: You take drugs, Danny? Every yeah. day. Good. So, what's the problem? I don't know. Really, really, really,
0: really, really well. I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! so a bitch. stole mine. A
1: candle <laughs> welcome back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children, children of all ages. ages this is wtm watch this movie I am Eric Mulder. So he dogs.
0: says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. I thought, the whole you're gonna, what? I thought you were going to do the whole Road Dog intro. Road Dog intro? Road Dog. Road Dog. You intro. know, they're going in the, the Hall of Fame this year.
1: I don't know what the fuck Road Dog is.
0: Degeneration X.
1: Ah. <laughs> Wrestling.
0: <laughs> road Dog. Jesse James. <laughs> I thought you were going to do his whole spiel.
1: No. <laughs> that was not his. Spiel originally.
0: Well, that's how it starts.
1: Showmen of many generations have uttered such phrases.
0: The showman didn't come out till last year.
1: Said <laughs> showmen of many generations. R- showmen, Dog- not showmen. Road man.
0: Dog's been doing it for twenty years.
1: <laughs> well Apparently, never heard of snake oil salesmen in the eighteen hundreds.
0: <laughs> what did they use snake oil for? Everything. Well, I don't know that and tonic. That's Everything was a tonic. That's such a cliche.
1: Yep. Uh, the other voice you hear is Mr. Positivity himself, Brett, mm-hmm. also known as Wolfie
0: T. Yep. Us!
1: Also on Twitter at on the tweets positively Wolf One. Yeah. I'm just at WTM, or I should say, I'm at Watch This Underscore Movie. Because mm-hmm. I just use the show's Twitter. I don't really have my own.
0: I got a new profile pick. You do? I do.
1: For logo as your background to make your make it pop. Make your picture pop more.
0: Pop. It's uh positively wolfy.
1: I you see you're still uh you're keeping true to your convictions of staying off the grid. <laughs> I doubt we're ever gonna see a picture of you on Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, not likely.
1: Well what if you're at ROH or other TLC match, Target Center? Well some pictures there. Oh NXT's coming. <laughs> what if you have some wrestling pictures? Aren't you gonna post pictures of yourself on there?
0: I don't take pictures of myself, so
1: Well you have that uh picture when you were on TV at uh that UFC event.
0: Yeah, but that was on TV.
1: Yeah. We still have a picture of it though. I didn't
0: take a picture of myself. <laughs> yeah.
1: But if you got that picture, would F- you
0: FX took a video of it? <laughs> Cheering at the the UFC
1: Yeah but would you uh, Then they
0: did a second pass I wasn't ready for the second pass I thought thought they were done So I'm like okay And then it came back And I had to start cheering again
1: But if you saw another one of those pictures From UFC or a wrestling match you're at Wouldn't you post it on your Twitter?
0: Possibly I don't know We'll see Maybe we'll put Crunch's head over it
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go so you just put Crunch's head over Diamond Dell's page? Yeah. So you did, yeah. Yeah,
0: because he's he had a book, uh, a memoir called Positively Page back in the day, mm. and then Chris Canyon stole his gimmick and he became Positively Canyon. So I could use him too. I <laughs> used his body too, but and then I'm Wolfie T, so I just took the Minnesota Timberwolves mascot's head and put it on DDP's body. Yeah. That works. And that covers all the nicknames. Mm-hmm. He's a wolf man. And it's he's positively positive, wolf. And he's positive. Yep.
1: All right. Well, today's episode will just be a recently seen ep. Watching a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I recently discovered Shudder. Heard of this streaming platform known as Shudder?
0: I've seen people talk about it in the tweets. Heard it on a couple of podcasts. I'm all up in the Twitter these days. Yep. I don't know. You just I been spammed to people I don't know day. why it took me so long to get on there. Yeah. It's right up my alley. <laughs> just anonymous trolling.
1: Yeah, so talking shit anonymously. <laughs> just for you.
0: And then calling out podcasts that I listen to. And then everybody's like, yes, he said <laughs> our name. <laughs> Nobody does that for us because nobody's listening. Yeah. We're just like, he listens to us, but fuck his podcast.
1: Well, you're at work- you know, you're looking at Yahoo and you're reading all the Yahoo comments. You never comment on there, do you?
0: No, <laughs> you just read <laughs> so now you're reading
1: shit talking on Twitter, but now you're starting to comment a little bit.
0: yeah, I like dropping gifs in reply <laughs> to stuff. It's always fun to drop in them gifs like uh, I think one of the local news stations it's tweeted, pronounced gif, okay, one of the local news stations tweeted out a story about turkeys crossing a road mm-hmm. so hooked up thanks killing and there's only one <laughs> gif but it's the the turkey from thanks killing saying gobble gobble motherfucker
1: i wish it was that shot of somebody fucking it right isn't there a i think it, that might shot have, have been, having sex with the turkey
0: well the turkey has sex with somebody else oh okay and i think that that might be the scene but it's very tight <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh you don't. You don't get a good look.
1: Oh wait, I'm thinking of Thanksgiving. Oh wait.
0: Oh, from uh, the
1: the fake trailer from Eli from Roth Grindhouse. that was on Grindhouse. You're talking about actual Thanksgiving. Yeah, I never saw Thanksgiving.
0: It used to be everywhere for free, and then they yep. just it disappeared. Isn't I, there three of them? No, they skipped number two.
1: <laughs> just one and <in> three. <laughs> huh?
0: Yeah. I couldn't I get through the sequel. I I tried. It's one <laughs> of the, it's one of the very few movies that I turned off. Yeah, and didn't finish. But it was uh yeah. Thanks Killing Three is the sequel, and they had some story about it was you know so great that they sk- they had to skip number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The first one's fantastic though. We us try to find it and do a do an episode on it for. For our Halloween-slash-Thanksgiving time of year.
1: Yeah. Horror extravaganza time. It can lead into the Thanksgiving season.
0: It's only like 70 minutes, so we could talk about it for two hours. (laughs) Yeah, perfect.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, I guess we should probably get into it. What did you
0: see, Clarice? What did you see? What did you see, Brett? You're not going to believe this, but I saw a little movie called captain oh good for you and how was it fantastic oh was it fantastic You talk about captain marvel correct it's called captain fantastic ah threw a curveball in there from 2016 <laughs> i didn't see that other one i've, I've been hearing a lot about it <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's definitely
0: there's definitely been much said about the new captain marvel i've seen a i've seen and heard a lot of reviews where it's like it's great. I love it, but it's not very good, <laughs> which is always a plus. Yeah, because that was like the uh, the Ghostbusters remake. Uh, a little bit. Well, they used too. the
1: same marketing campaign. and All
0: that. <laughs> it was like the same reviews for for the Ghostbusters. It's not very good, but I love it. <laughs> uh, I will not be seeing that one in theaters. Yeah, I won't see it in theaters. I'll
1: I'll see it when it's. Although that's the thing with these Marvel movies now, I don't think they're going to go on Netflix because Disney's starting their own streaming service. I know. So is it even? I don't know if it's even going to be on HBO or any of the movie channels. It's
0: probably just going to go straight to the Disney streaming service. It's funny that you bring it up because on the news this morning I saw that people are uh, they're getting tired of having too many streaming services. So there's yeah. an opportunity for companies to bundle them together (laughs) as a a group of channels that you can buy you know which has never been done before
1: yeah speaking of which we were talking about shutter and then we got sidetracked um
0: were we i don't remember what we brought up shutter oh yeah then we talked about twitter (laughs) for some reason i don't know
1: shutter is a streaming service that specializes in horror movies thrillers some exploitation type movies. So kind of right up my alley.
0: Yeah, you were showing me some of the selection on there and it looks pretty solid.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's a pretty big selection and it's only five bucks a month or forty eight for a year. So that's brings it down to four bucks a
0: month. That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Pound for pound for like bang for your buck. Right. That's what gotta be one of the best ones out there. There's a free seven day trial which I started and I'll become a permanent subscriber when it's done.
0: I mean, even if you uh, watch like two movies a month, you're you're already ahead. Yep. you know, versus having to rent VOD or steal it from somebody.
1: Yeah, it had new selections like Mandy, that Nick Cage horror movie. It had collections from Dario Argento, Mario Bava. There's some Fulci movies in there, so there's some Italian classic. There was. Neither the Living Dead, Nosferatu—it was all over the map. Mm-hmm. Different genre, different—I should say—subgenres within horror, or I guess, thriller. Yeah, so it's not just horror, but yeah, pretty excited I found that. But yeah, maybe we should get back to Captain Marvel and then Captain Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Are we done with Captain Marvel?
1: I think so. I don't want to get into the whole controversy. Although I mean, I'll watch it. I'm just. I want to see it in the theater i don't see most marvel movie movies yeah. in the theater so
0: anyways captain fantastics from 2016 let's see directed by matt ross he also wrote it stars vigo Mortensen. he was nominated for an oscar for this role uh, george mckay samantha eiler annalise basso nicholas hamilton Shri crooks charlie shotwell Trin Miller, Catherine Hahn, Steve Zahn, Aaron Moriarty, Missy Pyle, Frank Langella, and Dowd. That's about all the big names in there. Synopsis. In the forests of the Pacific Northwest, a father devoted to raising his six kids with a rigorous physical and intellectual education is forced to leave his paradise and enter the world, challenging his idea of what it means to be a parent. This is a pretty solid flick.
1: Jones was a big fan. Of was he? fantastic.
0: It's uh, billed as a comedy drama and uh don't get fooled by that cuz the first scene is uh pretty intense. Hmm. Uh so it it's kind of a gets you shocked right out of the, right out of the gate, but uh it kind of settles in from there um and gets i guess more light. gets gets lighter and uh, content kind of mm-hmm. from there um but yeah Viggo mortensen he's uh he's kind of a radical type guy lives out in the woods by himself off the grid he's got his six kids there and you know he's putting them through all these physical training tasks and
1: so he's a hippie version of you living <laughs> off the grid
0: well I guess kind of
1: There's no way in hell you're going to live outdoors.
0: He's like the new Daniel Bryan.
1: (laughs) Another wrestling reference I don't
0: get. Yes. Oh, wait, he doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't do the yes anymore. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so, you know, he's raising his kids this way. He makes them, you know, keeps them physically fit, ready for anything, and then he has them, you know, kind of he kind of runs them through the same kind of intellectual type thing, but he's, he's teaching them like he's an anti-capitalist. So he's like teaching them Marxism and socialism Mm -hmm. and uh, Maoism and, and all that stuff. Um, and then, uh, I don't think it's really a spoiler, but it's his, his wife has been mentally ill and she is at a hospital in Phoenix near her parents and she ends up dying and so the that's the catalyst to get them out of their comfort zone and into society and his kids are you know for like the first time ever so they're all super socially awkward yeah um and just a whole new experience for them and so it's it's pretty uh pretty fascinating story i thought it was uh really well done it was you know, the direction, the cinematography, the acting is all great. Mm-hmm. Solid movie. I'll give it an eventually. All right. Eventually. I saw a movie and, from this past year. And one more thing. Vigo takes his dick out. Again? And it's it's very uncomfortable because it's in front of his kids.
1: So it's he's not fighting men in a bathhouse.
0: No. No. But this is probably even more uncomfortable.
1: It's So it's standing penis. It's not yes. flopping all over the f- wet tile floor penis
0: <laughs> and it's full frontal you get full frontal of so he's just drinking coffee well, i was worried
1: i wasn't going to be able to see his thighs and knees <laughs> until you said that it's uh yeah i thought there was just going to be penis without the thighs and oh, knees oh you
0: get from the <laughs> <laughs> you get from the toes to the top of the head which head Hi.
1: oh uh so i saw a movie from 2018 widows Directed by Steve McQueen, who also did Hunger, Shame, and 12 Years a Slave. Um, starring... This film has a pretty huge cast. Viola Davis, Liam Neeson, John Bernthal, Manuel Garcia-Rolfo, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, Carrie Coon, Robert Duvall, Colin Farrell, Molly Coons, James Vincent Meredith, Brian Tyree Henry, Daniel Kaluuya, Eric Lynch, Michael Harney, Jackie Weaver, some of you might remember as the matriarch from Animal Kingdom. That's about it. Storyline. Four women with nothing in common except a debt left behind by their dead husbands' criminal activities take fate into their own hands and conspire to forge a future on their own terms. So it's not a spoiler uh, <laughs> that uh, John Bernthal, Liam Neeson, a couple other guys, uh, they're part of a crew, and they meet their end at the beginning of this movie. What? Yeah.
0: How can you ruin it for me? Widows? You're going to ruin <laughs> widows for me by yeah. telling me that all of their husbands die?
1: Yep. And so there's a debt. Debt has to be paid. By this young up and coming uh, black politician.
0: I thought that's, uh died with the debt holder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not for a mobbish type politician.
0: Well, even if you say. Or aspiring politician, I should even say. Even if you slander somebody, like, you know, their reputation just automatically gets fixed when you die. I guess. They have no. That's just your Ventura reference <laughs> American sniper. Okay. Scruff face
1: oh scruff face yeah
0: uh how did that end up did they end up reversing it back to jesse or did uh, they go the uh i think they're uh, still on the, the widow's States side way. okay
1: but I don't he's know. probably
0: st- he's probably still appealing
1: yeah um so colin farrell is the son of robert Duvall in here robert Deval is I can't remember what they've what it what the term is for this local politician i don't know if it's Oh, Alderman, Alderman, yeah, I think it is, in Chicago. Robert Duvall was alderman of this little district for decades. And Colin Farrell is the heir apparent to take over for his dad. And there's kind of a black mob figure that kind of wants to clean up some of his business enterprises and become legitimate, be an alderman for the community. Mm. And so he's he's gonna run against Colin Farrell. Danny Kaluuya plays kind of his main muscle trying to collect this debt of millions of dollars from these women
0: was he the guy from star wars
1: Danny kaluuya no it's a guy from get out
0: okay yep get out of here and sicario one what about us <laughs> i don't
1: do not believe he's in us
0: i'm to start that hashtag when they don't get nominated next year what, what about us
1: <laughs> 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 there you go um, by all accounts, Us sounds fucking fantastic. So. In fact, I think Pumped I mentioned that. that
0: about a year ago when they announced it. Yeah.
1: But it comes out this weekend, I think? Or is it next weekend? Us?
0: It's Limited release? Yeah, it's the 22nd.
1: Okay. have to see that sometime soon. Uh,
0: I might make it to the theater for that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, back to Widows. So Viola Davis kind of, she was Liam Neeson's wife in here. So, interesting yeah so she
0: you know the stories he's told
1: <laughs> yeah uh luckily widows came out before his interview <laughs> which was before one of another one of his movies that just came out yeah i forgot what it was called it was some liam neeson vehicle
0: his t his town needs more diversity he walked around for <laughs> two weeks and didn't see one black man
1: apparently maybe all the black people he we saw were just that much bigger than him and i don't know because he's a big dude
0: a lot of shaquille o'neal types it's the world's probably most... hard to find in Ireland. But... Well, Shaquille O'Neal is the world's most famous Irishman.
1: <laughs> is that one of his jokes? Is he like part Irish or something?
0: His name's O'Neal. Yeah, but That's could an have been Irish adopted. Name. I don't know. <laughs> That's an Irish name. That's the joke. The joke is his name is Irish. Yeah. So he must be Irish. Well, he doesn't have to we be. We don't want to dig into the history of his <laughs> name because it's probably pretty sad. Yeah. Um, so
1: yeah she kind of takes over and kind of leads a new crew of women that have to pull off a heist that is involved with the alderman election so to say I'll just leave it at that but uh, this was billed as kind of a breakneck heist thriller mm-hmm. it was still good but it wasn't let's see the runtime is two hours nine minutes so right around two hours without credits uh I wouldn't say it's slow but i wouldn't say it goes at a you know breakneck speed and mm-hmm. there's just oodles of action it's not like that but still a good movie great performances I'm a huge Steve McQueen fan and I'd probably say this is my least favorite
0: of those four films do you like Bullet Butter?
1: <laughs> not that Steve McQueen
0: how about The Towering Inferno?
1: talk about Steve McQueen who is uh, British I believe Let's see he was born yep London, England
0: hmm not familiar he should get an original name <laughs>
1: Maybe that's why he doesn't act in his own films. He can't get that SAG card.
0: (laughs) That's what I was going to say. You you lose your copyright when you die. (laughs)
1: But uh, yeah, I still liked it. I will give it. And eventually. There
0: you go. Eventually.
1: What else did you see, Brett? We're going to do four movies each
0: today. Alright. So I watched packed episode. I watched another movie from twenty eighteen. They're Ooh. all they're all coming through now. Jeez. Now that it's twenty nineteen, I can start watching the twenty eighteens. <laughs> uh, and that movie is called Tag. It's uh directed by Jeff Tomsick and stars Ed Helms, Lil Rel Howery, John Hamm, Annabelle Wallace. Uh, Jake Johnson, Isla Fisher, Hannibal Burris, Nora Dunn, Steve Berg, Jeremy Renner, Leslie Bibb, Rashida Jones, Thomas Middleditch, who also works for Verizon. <laughs> Apparently, he's also on that uh, HBO. Who does that Silicon Valley? Uh, synopsis, a small group of former classmates organize an elaborate annual game of tag that requires some to travel all over the country. Yep, that's, uh, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, this is a comedy, obviously, and, uh, I thought it was really funny. There's a lot of really good, uh, you know, funny parts, a lot of physical humor, a lot of, uh, you know, quick-witted jokes and stuff like that. Did you say it was based on a true story? It's based on a true story. Okay. I didn't say it right now when I was talking about it. Mm. It's inspired by a true stories. is what they, they actually said. And it's funny because at the end, uh, like, when the credits start, they they showed some of the actual video of the the real people who it's based on. And, like, some of the more far-fetched things in the movie, you think, that's the dumbest shit ever. Why, yeah. you know. They have actual video of those guys doing that stuff, which is kind of cool.
1: So it's like I, Tanya, and you're thinking, <laughs> people can't possibly be this dumb. And right. you see all the real footage of them during the credits, you're like, holy shit.
0: Like, there's one scene where Ed Helms' character dresses up as an old lady to try to catch Jeremy Renner's character off guard. And in the end credits, they show one of the guys actually dressed up as an old lady. Hmm. <laughs> like virtually identical costume. So, like, you get a little bit more appreciation, I think. Kind of the basis of the story is every May their tag game is on again. So, they've been playing it since they're 9 years old. And so, yeah, they just wherever they are, they they kind of meet up and and you know, whoever is it is trying to tag somebody else. Is there tag backs? No, no tag backs. Okay. Um, I figured
1: that would have to be the rule.
0: Yeah. This one, the, Ed Helms' character gets everybody else together to try to get Jeremy Renner's character because he's never been tagged. And I, I won't go into too many details about why or whatever. Um, and I and the fact that Jeremy Renner's character doesn't get tagged, the way they, they do his scenes when they're trying to get him, I thought was uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, 'Cause they they would go into slow mo and then he would you know, be analyzing the situation and and you get the uh the inner voice. Yeah. And he's planning his moves. He's like three or four steps ahead of everybody else and I I thought that was really well done and really added a lot to the movie. Overall, you know, it's great. The ending gets a little uh, you know, sappy, but uh yeah. I'll give it eventually. All right. Tag. Eventually Check it out
1: Three movies so far Three eventuallys I'm going to talk about a movie That I saw Last night From 2013 Called Hell Baby Directed by Robert Ben Garant And Thomas Lennon Both of Reno 911 fame
0: mm-hmm. also, also written by them They also wrote the, the Pacifier
1: They've written a lot of stuff Thomas Lennon Especially He's written Dozens and dozens Of Films,
0: I think they scripts wrote a, that have
1: been made. They wrote a book about it, yeah, making I was gonna money. Say, I think they, um, yeah, I forget what it's called, but it, you know, just making money off of scripts. Mm-hmm. That guy's gotten paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just churns
0: out scripts. Well, he did all the Night at the Smithsonian's. Oh, did he? Yeah.
1: If you go to his credits on IMDb, they are Herbie fully pretty loaded. extensive.
0: None of them that great. Yeah, you know, but yeah, he he's written a lot.
1: No comedy wise You know Big fan of Reno 911 Did some great stuff with that He's involved with some people From the state and certain things uh, So kind of in the uh, I guess David Wayne tree So to say Yeah So there's a lot of good comedy Coming from that Faction of comedy In the comedy world uh, It has a pretty big cast Stars Rob Corddry Leslie Bibb Keegan-Michael Key Robert Ben Garrett, Thomas Lennon, uh, David Wayne, Michael Ian Black, Rob Hubel, Paul Scheer, Ricky Lindholm, Kamel Nanjiani. That's about it. The storyline is an expectant couple who moves into the most haunted house in New Orleans, call upon the services of the Vatican's elite exorcism team to save them from a demonic baby. So they move into this. House that has a nickname of the House of Blood in New Orleans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't really know that until they move in, and Keegan Michael Key <laughs> tells them he gives them the lowdown and everything that's been going on with the house and all their murders and hauntings and all that. <laughs> uh But Keegan Michael Key is really funny in here. He's probably my favorite part of the movie. He's the neighbor that just keeps on showing up, <laughs> coming in through the window, just like, I'm just here to take a shower. you know. didn't mean to scare you. She's <laughs> like, What the fuck you doing in my house? <laughs> I just live on down the way. He's been sleeping in their crawl space. <laughs> but yeah, colorful cast of characters. So Rob Hubel's or not Rob Hubel, Rob Cordry's wife is pregnant cool. with twins, and the house starts changing her. She becomes possessed, and one of the babies turns into a hell baby. So they got to enlist the services of, like it said, the these two priests from the Vatican who are, uh, I guess, one of the special teams for exorcisms. Uh, I laughed quite a bit uh, in this movie, bit uneven. I would say you don't have to go out and see it, but if you're into horror comedies, uh, if you like these uh, this cast at all, you'll probably like it. Uh-huh. I don't think you'd be disappointed when you see it if you're into this type of stuff. I saw on IMDb it has a 4.9 uh, user rating, which is surprisingly low.
0: Really? You think that's low?
1: Well, in comparison to other movies. It's hard for movies to be like any kind of major release. I mean, this wasn't a major release, but it was a, mm-hmm. you know, this wasn't straight to DVD.
0: They did do a lot of viral marketing with this one, too.
1: But 4.9, I was like, really? Any major or minor theatrical release, it's hard for it to go below a 5 or even a 5.5. 5. Yeah. The low end is kind of seems like mid-fives.
0: Well, you can see a lot of people giving it a, You know, one or a two.
1: Maybe it was all the Catholics trolling. Because they don't like, you know, people making fun of the Catholics.
0: That's true. There's
1: definitely some Catholic humor in here.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I will give it a last resort. It's a last resort. I agree with that. It's
1: not a bad option. You do far worse, and if you're into that stuff, you might really like it.
0: Yep. My next movie, going back uh, to 1986... Back to school. It's relevant. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah, why is it relevant there, Brett? It's listed as a comedy, <laughs> romance, and sports movie. I didn't realize it was a romance. <laughs> <laughs> That's that seems odd. Well, it's relevant because there's a a college entrance uh bribery, I guess, uh scandal, scandal going on. With the likes of Lori Laughlin and who was it, Felicity Huffman, yep. and many, many other wealthy Americans who don't believe in their children, <laughs>
1: well, they just can't bear the thought of them going to a public university and only paying what fifteen, twenty grand a year.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Like we're gonna pay half mil to bribe them to get you into the school where you gotta pay fifty grand a year.
0: Well, it's funny as somebody dug up. uh clip of Lori laughlin on her daughter's uh, instagram from like december and she's like why did i even pay to send you here (laughs) (laughs) but i pay all this money (laughs) her daughter didn't even want to go to school which is hilarious but uh this has similar uh undertones or however you want to say it uh directed by alan metter it stars, Rodney Dangerfield, Sally Kellerman, uh Burt Young, Keith Gordon, Robert Downey Jr. Uh Paxton Whitehead, Terry Farrell, M. Emmett Walsh, Adrian Barbeau, William Zabka, Ned Beatty, uh Severn Darden, Sam Kinnison's in there. Robert Picardo, Kurt Vonnegut Jr. as himself, Edie McClurg. So there are three people in here that were in Natural Born Killers. Perfect. Edie McClurg, Robert Downey Jr., and of course, Ronnie Dangerfield. If you haven't listened to our episode on Natural Born Killers, go do it. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, Synopsis, to help his discouraged son get through college, a fun-loving and obnoxious rich businessman decides to enter the school as a student himself. This is a pretty hilarious movie. Rodney Dangerfield, probably one of his best roles, Yeah, I would say.
1: It's one of his more famous films.
0: Yeah, so he's the the owner of a chain of clothing stores for uh, tall and fat people. And he can't stop making fat jokes, which is pretty hilarious. Because you all know I love some fat jokes.
1: <laughs> that you do. <laughs> Just look at his banner on his Twitter page.
0: <laughs> Norbit is one of my favorite comedies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much all fat jokes. Anyways, so he always wanted to go to college, but he didn't have... He, he flunked out of high school, so he never got the opportunity. And when his current wife... Ask for a divorce. He decides to go pay a visit to his son at college, and he finds out that his son, uh, his son's experience in college isn't all that he made it out to be, uh, and that he's he's ready to quit. So Rodney says, "Let me, you know, enroll in the school, and we'll get through it together, and we'll, you know, we'll make it work." But he can't get in because he has no high school diploma. So he don'tate it's a building, and the dean is uh that's what all the rich
1: parents always used to do, yeah, you need a new wing, you need a renovation somewhere, yeah, so the dean's like keep
0: my daughter in mind, you know he he's he willingly accepts the check, allows Rodney to become a student, even though there's some protests uh and then there's shenanigans, and for some reason, Rodney Dangerfield is a ace diver, <laughs> yeah. This is is a weird... What's the name of the dive called at the end? Triple Lindy? The Triple Lindy. (laughs) Which I'm sure is illegal. Probably. There's no way they would allow that. But anyways, you know, shenanigans ensue. He puts together a team of experts to do his work for him. You know, which kind of defeats the purpose. Yep. He's got a business class where he questions everything the teacher does and basically... Uh, you know, uh, this proves all of it. But, you know, it's pretty hilarious. Uh, Brandy's Danger Fields in Rare Form. I give back to school and eventually. All right. Eventually.
1: I saw a film from 2009 called Doc Tooth, a foreign film, Greek. Uh oh. Directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, who you know from his recent films, The Favorite. And The Killing of a Sacred Deer and The Lobster. So he's been a hot commodity as of late.
0: Hot shit.
1: Yep. I'm a fan of his. Uh, those three movies to a very degree. I like them all. I haven't um, seen
0: any of them yet. I, I, I was going to watch The Lobster, but I didn't have time because it's on Netflix now.
1: Yeah. Well, you still have Netflix.
0: It's my brother's. Don't tell anybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, they said that was cool. Netflix did.
0: Did they? Yeah,
1: because they were like,
0: I thought they were devolving technology to prevent that.
1: Oh, they may do that for in the future, but they're banking on the fact that if people get it for free or from family members, that type of thing, it would incentivize them to get their own account later. Yeah. You know, if they are using it for a year or two, and something happens, i are like, well, but then they're gonna get a subscription because they yeah. like it so much now. They they're so used to it.
0: Because you're paying for a certain number of devices, right? That you can access yeah. it at a at time. And I don't know what, if unlimited is an option, but if you have unlimited devices, I know mean, I, I think they're making enough to have a couple people leeching off of it. Yeah. I don't even watch it that much, so it's not like I abuse it. Yeah. such a saint you are in case you're listening Netflix (laughs) just a one or two times a month if that it's okay if I watch a movie on there
1: (laughs) so like I said directed by Yorgos Lanthimos starring I'm gonna butcher these names so be prepared for that Uh, starring Christos uh, Sturgigulo or no Sturgioglu.
0: do you really need to Read the cast. <laughs> oh
1: sure. <laughs> Michelle Valley. That one's easier.
0: Oh wow. And Angeliki? Uh Papolia. I bet that second one is the one that you said wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh Ristos uh Pasalis? Mary Sony?
0: Giannis Antetokounmpo.
1: <laughs> Who's that?
0: <laughs> the Greek free. Oh yeah. Giannis. <laughs>
1: I don't know, Anna Kala Khalid's duo? All right, I'm done with that now. There isn't all that many cast members either. It's not Except like a small cast.
0: It's not like Jason reading those Japanese names.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like the Japanese ones are easier to sound out.
0: Yeah, but he <laughs> would put the accents on it.
1: Well, maybe there were some hyphens in there that you didn't see, but he did.
0: No, I'm saying he would say it like he, he's a Japanese person. Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> with an accent. <laughs> he wouldn't put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. You're saying he had a, an accent.
0: Like he knew how the natives would say it.
1: Yeah. He's a, what do you want to say, a, a Japanese. He's,
0: J, he's a Japanophile.
1: Yeah. Which sounds, Whatever the word is for that. <laughs> he is in love with Japan.
0: You just put file next to anything that you love. Yeah. They give like you love pedestrians, you're a pedo. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait a
1: second. Uh, so the storyline is three teenagers live isolated without leaving their house because their overprotective parents say they can only leave when their dog tooth falls out.
0: The fuck is a dog tooth?
1: Like your canine? Oh. And the rule is either side is fine, but it has to fall out and then grow back, which is obviously never going to happen when you're an adult.
0: Don't you have four of them? You just have to lose one.
1: Yeah. That's as the parents' roles. But since they don't fall out, and even if they did, another one's not going to grow back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When, once that happens, then you are ready to venture out into the world. All the kids in here are, they look like they're between like 18 and 22, probably.
0: Mm. Sounds like their parents are lying to them.
1: Yeah. Homeschooled. They don't go outside the house. So they pretty much have no concept of the outside world.
0: I watched a movie recently that's like that, but I'm not going to talk about it today. It's called Wildling.
1: Wildling?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Where this girl lived in a cabin in the woods with her her dad. And she just got locked in a room all the time because her dad says the wildling is out there. And he eats all the children, and you're the last one left. Hm. And then stuff happens, and she has to go out in the world. Ah. Uh,
1: well, in Tooth, the family has a pretty nice house. They got a nice pool, big backyard, so they have some space to run around. But they have tall, probably 10-foot-high fences that okay. go around the whole house and a gate that lets the car in and out. Hmm. And so yeah, these kids aren't leaving. They aren't getting out.
0: Not even curious enough to look over the fence. Do they have neighbors, or are they kind of isolated?
1: They seem to be pretty isolated. Okay. And they're really isn't away from the look over the fence unless they climbed up to the top. But it's kind of surrounded by shrubs as well. Okay. Shrubs and trees, or like smaller trees. So it looks like even if they did climb up and look over, I don't think they'd see much.
0: Hmm. All right.
1: Just kind of the country.
0: It's like the, the doctor's house in the Human Centipede, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, kind
1: <laughs> of. Not as modern, but. Well, it's and Greek. <laughs>
0: very very modern. So but
1: it, I say the Doc Tooth one isn't as modern.
0: No, I'm saying the the German doctors was very modern. Yes,
1: very very much so.
0: Those Germans, you know, they're known for their design.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, their experiments.
1: Yep. Yeah, this uh the family dynamic in here was pretty fascinating to watch. I guess you'd call it a drama, but it's really a, it's a really dark comedy. Hmm. Some very darkly comedic moments. Definitely some times where I laugh my ass off. I like this one a lot. I might like it more than the three the three other films of his that I've seen. Hmm. More recent ones. I will give it a Soonish. Soonish course his films always come with a caveat i guess i would suggest you watch the lobster first and then you'll you'll be able to decide if these are the types of movies that you want to see because he's a very odd director his movies are very bizarre darkly comedic and just everything about it's weird so this one's the same but with subtitles (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right uh so this is my last one right Yep. From nineteen eighty seven Throw Mama from the Train. Uh oh, it's directed by Danny DeVito. I didn't know that. O N. Owen. Uh so Danny DeVito also stars in it with Billy Crystal, Kim Greist, Ann Ramsey, uh Kate Mulgrew, Rob Reiner's in there. That's uh that's uh, pretty much the main cast. Oprah makes an appearance as herself. Synopsis is a bitter ex-husband wants his former spouse dead. A put-upon mama's boy wants his mother dead. Who will pull it off? This is pretty much a spoof of uh, Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train. Yeah. And in fact, there's a scene where Danny DeVito's character goes to watch Strangers on a Train at the theater. (laughs) (laughs) So he could could understand uh something that Billy Crystal had told him earlier in the movie. That's where he gets the crisscross idea. I see. So yeah, Billy Crystal is a he's a a struggling writer who has bad writer's block and his ex-wife allegedly stole his book, put her name on it, and then sold two million copies. And so he's pissed off and bitter about it. And he hates her guts, and he wants her dead. But in the meantime, to make money, he teaches an adult education writing class with just a bunch of fuck-ups <laughs> who can't write worse shit. And Danny DeVito is one of his students. And he lives with his mother, who he always calls Mama. hmm And she's just uh, verbally and emotionally abusive to him. And so he wants her dead. Well there's some miscommunication About Billy Crystal's giving him advice on How to write a good murder mystery And Danny DeVito Takes it as Well I want mama dead You want your wife dead Let's do this And so he goes to see the Hitchcock movie Gets the crisscross idea And he takes it upon himself To (laughs) to Fulfill his part of the bargain Yeah Um so, this was a lot funnier than I thought it would be. I'm not a huge Billy Crystal fan, and uh, Danny DeVito's stuff from the, the late '80s and early '90s isn't really my favorite stuff that he's done. But I, I was generally happy that it, I uh, that it was as funny as it was. The actress that plays Danny DeVito's mama actually got nominated for an ask uh, for an Oscar. For an asker. (laughs) For an asker. Ann Ramsey. And she deserves it. She's fantastic in there. We'll give it an eventually. All right. Eventually.
1: Just been churning out them eventuallys all week, huh?
0: All eventuallys. Which is good, because, like, last week everything I watched would have been a last resort.
1: There you go. Bounce back week for you, huh?
0: I watched, well, until last night I watched uh, one that I'd probably... Rate as a never. Ooh. Might tweet that one out. There you go. I'll Tweet out a couple bonus ones.
1: There you go. Look out for that on the tweeters.
0: There you go. That's why you want to follow me at positively wolf one. Yeah. I might even shout out your podcast if I listen to it.
1: Well you're at it. I mean I'm surprised you still haven't just followed at watch this underscore movie if you're listening to this. Get yeah. on the
0: Twitter. Do it. Give us the follow. Let us know what we're doing good.
1: Grow our brand for
0: us. Talk shit if we're doing bad. If you disagree you with us, let us know.
1: Make us block you. <laughs> 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 All right. The last film we're going to discuss today. Uh, I had actually seen this movie mm, probably damn near twenty years ago. Only well, one, you know, only once. Ooh. Uh, it's from 1984, Body Double. Directed by Brian De Palma, and this so this was right in his heyday of churning out B movie after B movie. This is one year after Scarface.
0: Well, Scarface isn't a B movie, but it kind of is. It's kind of the uh, it's the
1: it's a it's a gangster B movie.
0: It's the exception that proves the rule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said a lot of other ones are.
0: Not a of lot B movies. of three-hour B-movies out there.
1: Well, stylish B-movies. That's
0: like a, like a A-minus and a B-plus movie.
1: <laughs> Regardless, this movie stars Craig Wasson or Wasson, Melanie Griffith, Greg Henry, Deborah Shelton, Guy Boyd, Dennis Franz.
0: I've come to appreciate a good Dennis Franz. 1980s appearance. It
1: seems like he just does Brian De Palma movies.
0: Does he play a cop? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, oh, no, he wait.
1: Um, no, he plays a director for ah, a film.
0: I see. This
1: movie is kind of meta. But in other Brian De Palma movies, he's a cop. Just to Kill, he's a cop. In Blowout, he's, I forget, he's. He's not a pimp, but
0: he's. I don't remember what he was in there. He's He's some
1: sort of criminal or associate of criminal.
0: He's in Psycho 2. I forget what he plays, if he's a cop in there. Or or is he the
1: investigator?
0: Maybe. Can't remember. He just starts yelling uh, about how Norman Bates is a psycho. Yeah. Which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Psycho 2 is is amazing, by the way. You all should watch it.
1: I don't think it's amazing, but it is pretty good.
0: You'll be surprised. It's solid 80s slasher movie.
1: So, storyline for Body Double: A young actor's obsession of spying on a beautiful woman who lives nearby leads to a baffling series of events with drastic consequences.
0: Do you say Jurassic?
1: I don't know. It's drastic.
0: Oh, you kind of. Jur- slur
1: it. Drastic. Drastic. That was sort of consequences.
0: Almost said uh, Jurassic. It was, it sounded like Park. Jurassic almost. Like, so there's dinosaurs showing up.
1: So this is a bit of an homage to Rear Window, Vertigo, some of the Hitchcock films. So it's a, kind of a B-movie version yeah. of that.
0: So that's two Hitchcock homages. Yep. In a row. There you go. On the
1: same wavelength. So the struggling actor is on the outs with his wife or girlfriend. I can't remember which. He's a place to stay and Greg Henry is house sitting for a guy. And you know what? He's got to go, you know, he's got a gig. He's got to leave for about a month. So he's got a place for him to stay at, uh, I forget the name of the building. I want to say chemosphere. Let's look it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, there's a distinctive futuristic octagon shaped, uh, ultra modern house. They in. it's known as the chemosphere. And it's located just off Mulholland Drive in the San Fernando Valley. It was once described by the Encyclopedia Britannica as the most modern home built in the world. But uh, it kind of looks like a, a space needle, like the space needle.
0: Mm-hmm. Troy McClure lived there. Yeah. I've seen pictures. I haven't seen the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: I looked at the pictures to see if it would refresh my memory, but I haven't seen it
1: but, uh yeah, it's uh so if you know those Hitchcock movies, you kinda know where the plot goes somewhat seems like he's witnessing some crime take place, and one thing leads to another. he becomes a little private detective of himself gets uh himself caught up in the caught up in the action, so to say, it's an erotic thriller b movie meta movie, all mixed into one uh there's a couple of cool. I wouldn't say, well, kind of like song and dance sequences. Hmm. There's a couple of different films that are being filmed within the film. So you visit some sets. It's
0: like Inception.
1: Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you film, there's a horror movie that you visit, one or two of them. And there's a, a porno movie that you visit in there that's filming. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Definitely some some good cheesy thrills. The drill makes an appearance in this one as a murder weapon. Oh, my. We get Another driller killer after. We uh,
0: love our dr- <laughs> dr- 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 driller killers.
1: Neither of us can fucking speak today.
0: I can't speak most days. I've been accused of mumbling. my you ever have that?
1: word you can't get?
0: <laughs> I wish I had a dollar for every time somebody said uh, what <laughs> to me.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit of a mumbler sometimes, but oh, well. You guys know what I'm talking about
0: Speak up You talk too quiet <laughs>
1: uh, So my ruling on Body Double is that it is an eventually Eventually I consider it a De Palma movie well worth watching
0: A lot of eventuallys today
1: Yeah One last resort, one soonish
0: So eventually get to those Yeah Dog
1: tooth soonish
0: They're worth it <laughs> So I guess you start with Dogtooth. Yeah, the thing is
1: that there's a caveat to that, though. You got to start with Lobster.
0: There are no asterisks <laughs> on your uh, on the ratings section of the website. Yeah,
1: although Dogtooth does come before those three movies, so mm-hmm. get yourself in a good frame of mind.
0: Start from the beginning. If you were around when Dogtooth came out, you wouldn't have the option to watch the Lobster first.
1: There was a one or two other films that he did before. Dogtooth, so which I haven't seen. Was that
0: his first English one? Yes. Okay.
1: But it uh, seems like uh the ones before Dogtooth weren't rated as highly. I'm sure he was just starting out experimenting. you that or maybe they were yeah. way ahead of their time. Maybe I'll have to watch and see. Maybe.
0: Yeah, it could be people just weren't used to it. Yeah. Now they know his style.
1: Mhm. Now his style's being nominated for Oscars yearly it seems like but i think that'll about do it anything else you want to add no i don't think so all right we uh pushed our i tanya episode to next week so that'll come out next week uh, other than that uh, please reach out to us you can email us at watch this movie at yahoo.com you can follow us on twitter at watch this underscore movie or brett at positively wolf one check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. Please rate and review, subscribe on iTunes and or Stitcher. We will check you later.
0: Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Later. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking about? Check man? you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you off my case.